Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I'm Caleb Simmons. And I'm Joshua Simmons. We are two brothers who love fly fishing, our families, and our men of faith. But like most of you listening, we're still not experts on any of those subjects. So our hope is to speak with as many people that we believe are experts on these subjects and pose the questions that most of us are asking. So thanks for joining us along the journey as we seek to inspire and encourage dads and anglers as we wade through fishing, fatherhood, and faith on the fly. Welcome to episode 115 of the Dazzle Fly podcast. I'm Caleb Simmons, as always, with my brother Joshua Simmons. Joshua, what's up, man? Dude, we're living the life. This has been one epic weekend. Um, not going to get into too much detail, but let's just say we had a special guest with us all weekend. We fished a lot. We ate some really good food. And uh, yeah, if you guys have been paying attention to Social media, you may have seen we had uh, Jesse Mills with us this weekend, shooting video, fishing with us, getting just some awesome content, and uh, don't know when that's going to drop, but you're going to be want to look out when it does, and uh, big thanks to him for hanging out, and Caleb, it was just one of those weekends where you and I got to fish a little more than we usually do, and it was just us, which was solid. Yeah, you said one of those weekends, like it happens a lot. Um, it doesn't very doesn't happen very often at all. We just got a chance to hang out and uh, have a blast and um, did all different kinds of fishing and uh, chased some big stockers one day on the boat and then went and did our favorite thing to do, which is chase native brook trout. And uh, we had a blast doing that, man. And big thank you to Jesse, who's uh, hopefully going to be on a future episode of the pod that we're going to record here here in just a few moments oh, he's but um definitely going to be on the future episode of the pod and uh awesome. really really stoked to see what he puts together you know with the content that we got um you know his his canvas is rough man so we'll see what he can make happen with uh with all the all the rough canvas that we gave him so but i'm sure he can paint a pretty awesome picture with with the limited resources that he had but um yeah, yeah it was man. so cool just to fish um just for two days pretty much straight and uh, that was awesome I don't want to talk about it too much, really, because we're about to do a whole episode with him to, like, talk about the whole weekend, which is probably going to be one of the coolest things we do because we're just going to sit around here and talk. But um, if you guys aren't following uh, Backwater Fly Fishing, go check it out on Instagram, his YouTube channel. Um, you need to subscribe to his YouTube channel now because... Uh, so you don't you know, miss what's coming. Because you don't want to miss what's coming. <laughs> um, you know, pretty much... I mean, he's he's done some pretty stellar things. Like, you know, tarpon and all the stuff he does in Costa Rica, but never has he embarked on an adventure like he embarked on this weekend. <laughs> and so, uh, we'll let him speak we to that. We can't wait for him to tell that story. So, you guys are just going to wait for that episode. We're going to drop that episode when we drop the film. So, um, but yeah, man, today's episode is just uh, part two of from the Forks of the River Fly Fishing Festival. I sat down with some cool, cool people. Uh, sat down with the owner of Deerwood Reserve who was uh, kind enough to sit with us, and we look like we're going to do some stuff at their place in the future. Sat down with a boat maker that you're going to hear from, and uh, who else we got on the show, man? Yeah, also coming up on the episode, we've got a conversation with Miss Becca Sue Klein. That's who, a cool, uh, cool guest. Who uh, is doing some really cool stuff with some interesting uh, organizations, um, doing some really cool stuff with a, a group called uh, Reeling and Serenity. And then she also hosts a really cool kids fish day. Um, she talks about that in this episode. And then we also had uh, Mr. Robbie Carter from um, uh, 
Northfly. Northfly Outfitters. Northfly Outfitters Apparel, which is really sweet. So, yeah, super fun time with those folks. Once again, big shout out to Headwaters Outfitters and Davidson River for putting that festival on. Um, man, just a quick, you know, Christmas is coming, guys. We do have some hats for sale if you want to get one. we got these new camo hats. They're pretty sweet. Um, you can buy those on our uh, store online. I think we're going to be selling those for another. we got a limited stock of them, so if you want to get one for the dad in your life, uh, it looks pretty sweet when I wear it, so I'm sure it'll look good on you too. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, excited for everyone to check out uh, part two of our conversations from the Forks of the River Fly Fishing Festival. And so we're going to dive straight into that right now. All right, so we're back here at the uh, Forks of the River Fly Fishing uh, Festival here at Deerwood Reserve. And Caleb, stopping by the booth is the owner, operator, all things Deerwood Reserve, Miss Dion Hodgman. Did I say that correct? Hodgson. Hodgson. Get Hodgson. it right. Sorry. Get it right. Dion Hodgson. And uh, she's here to tell us just a little about this awesome property. We first laid eyes on today. So, uh, Dion, when did the, the Deerwood Reserve... Uh, you guys said three years ago you kind of t- took yep. this place? We bought it in ni- uh, 2021. It uh, was originally developed as a summer camp back in the 1920s and uh, operated as a camp through the 90s um, and then turned into a short-term vacation rental and we got it three years ago and continue to run it. So on site you have, how, how many vacation rentals do you have here on the property? So there's 11 different cabins, all ranging uh, from small like studio for couples up to a large four bedroom lodge here. And what makes this, I mean we can see what makes it, but the people <laughs> that are listening can't. What makes this the place to stay right here in Brevard? So we are just, it is just a little slice of heaven here in Brevard with the mountains. We've got river frontage, uh, 175 acres of conservation land, uh, tucked kind of just a couple miles from downtown. So super convenient for folks, Um, very close to lots of other points of interest, but uh, you can almost take a trip here and just stay on property the whole time too. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the phenomenal things about this place. I noticed when we were just pulling in is felt like we just left downtown and then boom here we are in this awesome spot that looks like it's miles and miles away from anything and uh it's beautiful you're right here along the banks of the french broad and uh this is just a phenomenal place we're, we're stoked to be here today well thank you thank you yes it's it's beautiful and it's special and it's been protected for for a long time and that's that's the goal here is to continue to protect it but let people you know come on out and enjoy it too so for us, you know, fly fishing podcast, what if, you know, if I got a family that wants to come maybe stay in Brevard, first of all, I've been coming to Brevard High School since I've been coaching for forever. I never, it's, it's right by it. You just drive by the high school. Right, here it right behind um, it's it. It's just right tucked in behind yep. it. But, uh, you know, I'm, I got a young family, say I'm coming to Brevard or coming to West North Carolina to, you know, spend a little vacation time. I could rent one of these. What other things can they do here on your property um, while they're staying here? Sure. Uh, so on site, we have a spring fed swimming hole. Uh, very fun. Come and jump and get uh, refreshed in the water. We have um, a big lake. We have uh, kayaks and a canoe and a paddle boat you can take out on the lake. Lots of fishing ponds here. Uh, trails. We have over five miles of trails through uh, nature areas uh, and then up into Sugarloaf Mountain. You can climb to the summit if you'd like to. And then um, just lots of places to relax and take in nature. We have a hammock row over by the lake. Every cabin also has its own personal um, fire pit, uh, grill, picnic table, so you have your own little spot to relax outside 
as yeah. well. I noticed the hammocks down there. That looked, yeah. that looked pretty sweet when yeah. I was walking Our around. Our kids noticed those real quick. <laughs> Before everybody got here, I was kind of checking those out. And you yeah. said you've got how much, uh, a mile of river? 1.4 miles of French Broad River frontage. Okay. Yep. And uh, for those that don't know, that's... Public, it's public fishing, right? Yep, like if you're correct. if you're on our if you're it on your property, waters. they can they can fish the water while they're Absolutely. here, correct? Absolutely. And uh, the French Broad has many different species of fish, Caleb. So you know, Absolutely. you never tell them what you might pull out of there. Now, one thing that's really cool about this property as well is it's a it's a nature preserve, right? Mm-hmm. That's so correct. tell us a little bit about what you kind of do with that and kind of how you're. Sure. So uh, it's part of a conservation easement. It's managed by Conserving Carolina here locally, um, and we have a contract with them to do certain things to pretty much uh, preserve it. Uh, it will never be subdivided, sold, you know, in, in pieces. It's never going to be developed um, further than, than what already is, is here. Um, and so there's certain um, restrictions that we have to, to maintain the natural area, to promote the wildlife. Um, we leave a lot of natural areas, uh, let the growth go up so that the, the animals have protection yeah. on the property. Uh, and we have lots of different species i was going to ask so what yeah so deer uh all the time um turkey the geese are back uh last week just came back um all kinds of bird we have the transylvania county bird club uh comes out they they take walks regularly they've identified a hundred different species of birds out here on this property um and so we we definitely do our part to to take good care of the land and, and the nature around us cool really cool you see any bear uh yes uh there has been bear um actually uh and also some uh boar yeah we just found on the back of uh some property owners next to us um had a trail cam out cam out and and found that um and then all the little, you know, moles and rabbits oh, and yeah. <laughs> all kinds of all kinds of critters around for sure, here. For sure. I just know when people ask um, places to stay, um, you know, you get that a lot. Coming to the mountains, bringing my family. And I think you said it. What makes this special to us is the convenience to, you know, you take your family downtown to eat. You come back here and it's all of a sudden like you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And you've got the serenity of it's got a great view right here. I'm looking at the top of this mountain oh, yeah. um, this time of year, especially. And uh, you've done a great job of, of ma- maintaining it. Man, it's so well kept. And we pulled in. Everything was just so nicely maintained. Thank you. And um, so you guys, uh, kudos for that for sure. And you're working on a like an event hall back here that you about got completed. Yep. The uh, the future Maze Event Center will be completed in the spring of 24, uh, complete with uh, large banquet space. We can host events up to you know 250 folks. Uh, catering kitchen, bridal suite, outdoor pavilion. So we're we're looking forward to doing some great uh, great events, community events, weddings, and family reunions, and larger group activities. And folks can rent, you know, single cabins, or you can come along and do um, also like rent the whole property. We've had some family reunions yeah. this year that they came and rented the entire space and then their family gets use of the the whole 175 acres wow too good too good well dion we really appreciate you uh hosting this festival uh the folks at headwaters are good friends of ours and they put it on here and it was uh last year they did it on their property remember Mm -hmm. it was raining and we got beautiful weather so we're going to give you the credit for that well thank you thank (laughs) you we brought the sunshine and the cooler temperatures just for you guys yeah Yeah. we're going to give you all the credit for that it's our brevard blue skies there it is so uh 
you can if uh, folks are listening, they want to check out how to rent here or come hang out here, do some events. It's uh, tell everybody it how is, to find you. Yep, Deerwood.com, and that's Deerwood with an e at the end. So D E E R W O O D E dot com. Uh, come find us and check out us. Check us out. You can also follow on Instagram. That's I think how we started messaging each other and got yeah, to know yeah. each other. So um, we're excited to maybe do some stuff with these guys in the future, Caleb. Such yeah. a great spot and uh, right here in uh, beautiful Western North Carolina, Transylvania County. For sure. Thanks, Dion. Thanks Thank for hanging you. out with us. Hey, Caleb. One thing we've done recently is so much smallie fishing. And so much smallie fishing means we're on our raft. And when you hook into that big smallie, man, you want to get that sucker in a net. And we have chosen, and we are so happy to be have Dads on the Fly brought to you by Catch cam nets. Yeah, Joshua, catch cam nets are amazing. Uh, the cool thing that I love about catch cam nets is they allow you to design and build your own net. So for whatever type of fishing you're doing, to customize it with certain uh, logos or different, you know, they got rulers on the net handles, all these amazing things that just make your fishing experience better. So we encourage everybody, if you're looking and if you're in the market for a net, check them out at catchcamnets.com. And the best thing about it is if you are a small water fisher, if you are a big water fisher, whatever fish you're catching, chasing, they have a net for you. So please reach out to Bo and Steven over at Catch Cam Nets, and they will build your custom net today. All right, so we're back with another guest here, Caleb, and uh, we've been sitting here at the Fly Fishing Festival, the Forks of the River Fly Fishing Festival, and when we got here this morning, there's this boat sitting right across from us. And I went and talked to the guy. And you've been eyeing it all morning. I have. I mean, it's just right <laughs> in front of me, you know. And so, uh, luckily for us, the maker of this boat is here with us, uh, Mr. Brownie Lyles. Lyles, Mr. Brownie Lyles of Blue Ridge Boatworks. Is that correct? That's it. And so, Brownie, tell us about how you uh, started making these boats, man. Well, um, so I've been a fishing guide for 25 years in East Tennessee. Yeah. Um, So, spent my whole adult life rowing a boat down the river. Really cool. Um, 2015, I believe, I got in and rode um, a boulder boat down the river, and I have a kayaking background, so um, I was immediately convinced that the material was it. Um, it, It's plastic, it's incredibly durable, Um, you can hit rocks and take it down shallow rivers. So I got sold on that, Uh, and then the curse of my adult life is that I always think I can build something myself um <laughs> and you can ask my wife uh, and so i'm like oh i'll build one um and so then that's the the process started right there um and um so we started then and then the super cool part is i've been doing it with my adult son who's uh, my oldest son who's now 29 years old so he actually does all the welding um and we didn't know anything about building boats we talk about boats all the time we talk about boat design more related to kayaks um and uh and that was really how i got started so you know there's a lot of boats out there yep. i think this one's d- definitely a different when i saw it yep. so tell everybody that's not here seeing it and we're, they're going to see it after they hear this because they're yep. sending me your website and all that right. good stuff but for right now what makes this boat different you you touched on a little bit the with the weight yeah so pretty similar weight 
to a lot of other boats out there. Um, it's the durability of the material. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can tell you more, and we certainly believe in the design of our boat, but the material is 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 where it's at. Um, it's the it's the everybody that's still in a raft because they think they have to because they're hitting rocks, and nobody wants to take their pretty nice fiberglass boat down and bang a bunch of rocks up, and they do get torn up. Um, and so that material is largely used for the coal industry. They line dump trucks and coal chutes with it, so it's incredibly impact and abrasion resistant. Um, and then we use this process called extrusion welding and weld all the parts and pieces together. And I certainly didn't invent that. Boulder did that. Um, <laughs> um, but we changed the design. We wanted a skiff. Um, we wanted something that rode super high. We really wanted something that, and because I've been guiding for so long, I, I think I have some sense of um, what should be in a boat and what doesn't need to be in a boat. Mm. Well, now you've designed these, these great boats. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at it. I'm, I'm sitting here wanting to take it down the river because uh, looks full, it looks, not only is it like a small skiff, but it also looks extremely comfortable and extremely sturdy, Yeah. which, um, which I think probably sets it apart too. Yeah, I, I wanted it to be stable, so it's, it's got a bit of a wider platform than some of the other boats on the bottom. Um, we want it to ride high, so I've got a big flat spot in the middle, which gives it more lift. Um, and then I'm always taking clients, so I wanted comfortable seats. Um, I wanted there to be a walk-around cockpit so I could help and yeah. or get people in and out of. Um, and I think, uh, you, you know, you can... I want you to test it out. That is my demo boat, so I'll pass that to you guys at some point. Um, but it's really comfortable for the family, for the kids, for the clients. For sure. Too good, man. Uh, well, Brownie, we really appreciate you taking just a little bit of time for us. Um, definitely, I think we're going to do a, a long-form episode at some point to hear all about all the, uh, the intricacies and maybe some more about your fishing. And I think it's super cool that you're doing this with your son. Um, that, that makes it really special. That's what I was about to ask. What's that like being able to do this business with your, with your son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nor is being a dad. Yeah, yeah for uh, sure. Yeah. So I've got three boys that are all grown and then my oldest son is one of those guys that, um, he can pretty much do whatever he wants to. If he puts his mind to it, he's just a smart kid. And, uh, and so he kind of started this with me, um, and um, he's the welder. He does a really good job doing the welding. Um, so it's fun. It's yeah. great. I mean, it's been a dream of mine for a long time is to do stuff with my kids. Um, and so it's really fun to do that with him. Anytime you're doing something with family, it's kind of like this podcast, you know. brother, We're brothers <laughs> and father-son. There, there's obviously some – there's some – you know, rocky spots, but you know you get you get through all of it and yeah. do it all together. Well, you have to. It's family. You that's that's right. It. That's right. Yeah. You plug through it. So, you can't get rid of them. You can't fire. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we uh, before we jump off here, Brownie, we want to let everyone know how to find out um, if they want more information. They want to get in touch with you guys at Blue Ridge Boats. So tell them what what they can do there. Okay, so certainly go to our website, um, and there's some information on that. There's a way to contact me on that. My phone number's on that. You're welcome to call me. We do have a um, not used enough uh, Facebook and or Instagram account at Blue Ridge Boat Blue Ridge Boat Works. Um, but anybody is welcome to call as well. Is that BlueRidgeBoatWorks.com? That's correct. Okay, BlueRidgeBoatWorks.com, folks. Um, I think we're going to kind of calm down here because this band's about to kick up. So this may be, <laughs> I don't know how many more episodes we're, or how many people are going to talk to. But Brownie, really appreciate the time. Yeah, Such man. a great really looking boat. Uh, great 
uh, folks I talked to. You have one of your other guys here uh, this morning, and I talked to him, and uh, we got great weather, and thanks for coming out to the this fly fishing festival, man. Hey, I'm excited to meet y'all, and thank you for having me. Yeah, Brian, excited, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Dads on the Fly is brought to you by Trout Routes. Joshua, I love the Trout Routes app, and it has become an amazing tool that helps us to find more trout to catch whenever we go on any of our adventures together. Just exploring new water is what makes Trout Routes great, and these guys are always making the app better. Something is added every day, a new feature. They've just added the Street View feature, which you've got to check out. You click on the orange dot, you hit Street View, you can see what the trout stream looks like there. So I can't tell you enough about how cool Trout Routes is when you're out looking for new water. And that's a game changer for us, Josh. We'll be able to see these locations where you want to try to access these rivers. I mean, it's going to be great. So I'm stoked to continue to use the Trout Routes app. We encourage everybody, go wherever you get your apps, download the Trout Routes app. They will be the best tool to help you find more trout to catch. All right, so we're still here at the Forks of the River Fly Fishing Festival. Joshua, this has been so much fun. We've been able to meet a bunch of great people. And one of those people who's uh, got a booth right next to us is Miss Becca Sue Klein. And Becca is with us. Um, she hangs out with some amazing groups. And uh, one of those groups is Reeling in Serenity. I want to make sure I say that right. And then the Catawba River Keepers. Uh, Chattahoochee, Chattahoochee River Oh, sorry. I, I see. did actually work I with know Catawba that's what it was. I got it confused because you were telling though. me earlier. So Chattahoochee <laughs> River Keepers. Um, so, Becca, uh, so great. Thanks for taking time. First of all, you've made my kids' days already. Amazing. So, um, they're having a blast because you've got the awesome little... Practicaster. Uh, practicast. It's fun yeah, for everyone. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> they are uh, living that up. They're having their best life with that. So, thanks for that. You are quite welcome, but, uh, So, tell us a little bit about... about um, well, let's talk about Reeling and Serenity first, who you're kind of here well, representing. So tell us a little bit about what that program is. Well, thank you for having me um, on the podcast first. Um, I have been in the nonprofit sector my whole career. Uh, even from a young age, um, giving back was very, very important. I did jump rope for hard. I've got oh, that yeah. plaque still from like nice. second grade, oh, yeah. something like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, so I actually... Um, had a drinking problem for many years and service to others has always been in my core. I was just raised that way. And so when I quit drinking, I went into the rooms of AA and through that process, I really found an understanding and a close um, a close connection with that idea of service, giving yeah. back to others in the rooms. So when COVID hit in 2020, uh, I had a little bit more time on my hands. <laughs> For sure. And so um, I met with my good friend Sylvia Haran and said, let's start a nonprofit that brings fly fishing to people in recovery. Uh, Sylvia is a nurse by trade, so she, of course, loves giving back as well. And so we sat down, uh, invited two other folks, uh, Jen uh, Gilbert and Ian Huron, Sylvia's son, and we started this nonprofit. And what we do is we uh, bring free fly fishing retreats to men and women who are in active recovery from drug and alcohol abuse. And we do that through working with recovery centers, working with AA groups, um, to bring people out and show them that you can have fun not drinking. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. Love that. Love that program. And uh, I just think that's super cool. So did you have a, a fly fishing background? Um, I did not. I am actually, uh, I am a meta thriver is what we call ourselves. Yeah. I have stage four metastatic breast cancer. 
And my initial cancer diagnosis, uh, which was stage zero, uh, was in 2015. In 2016, I underwent a double mastectomy. And that summer, I had a fly rod put in my hand. And the crazy thing about this story is I had quit drinking to go through my um, cancer treatment and the surgeries. And in May of 2016, when my doctor gave me the all clear, I said, you know what? I can go back out with my friends. I can go have one drink out at the bar. I can go have one glass of red wine. After all, my cancer books say a glass of red wine is actually healthy. Well, a glass of red wine turned into three bottles of red wine, and we know how that story went. So I actually got a fly rod put in my hand three days before I walked into the rooms of AA and decided that I was ready to give my life over to God and live this world of ours one day at a time and work to be the best version of myself. And that included uh, complete sobriety for me. That's incredible. So you kind of found fly fishing through that journey, which is, which is awesome. And uh, we talk to a lot of people about this all the time. Um, sorry, our kids are, our food's ready. Look, and the kids are just running for, sorry, <laughs> sorry our, we had a page going right off right our kids lunch. Out. The kids, are, we'll see if they can get all the food back. That'll be entertaining. That'll be impressive. Um, but, uh, we talked to a lot of people about how fly fishing is, is healing, um, in all kinds of different ways, whether it's just, you know, mental health or, you know, um, in, in your case, dealing with folks with, uh, that are recovering and just how powerful, what is it about fly fishing you think that does it? Like, I think uh, maybe I just feel like fly fishing is made more than other outdoor things people do. So we um, are so grateful to follow in the footsteps of so many incredible nonprofits like Casting for Recovery, uh, Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing, and others who are um, using the healing nature of fly fishing to support certain demographics. I think... I think I can say it best. My friend Jimmy Harris, who owns Unicoi Outfitters in North Georgia, he told me when I first picked up that fly rod, he said, the best therapy you will ever find is standing with two feet in a stream. Hmm. And I think it's something about, at least for me personally, it's a spiritual connection. It's the way the light shines through the trees a certain way. It's the way the caddis dance over uh, the water at dusk. It's the way you uh, see that beautiful fish rise to take your fly. You know, it's you're there with God, I think. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, there is something very spiritual about it for sure. And so I'm, uh, I'm, I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, it's just spot on. And uh, so, Becky, you do this with Relief Serenity, but you're also a part of some other great things. And uh, so I want you to talk about that as well. So tell us about the uh, the other kind of nonprofits that you help with and that you're that you're part of so reeling and serenity is my passion project uh but my work with chattahoochee riverkeeper over the past almost 15 years uh has been what pays the bills and through my work with chattahoochee riverkeeper uh it was 2019 and we were celebrating our 25th anniversary that year and the organization made the commitment that year to the next generation. So we held our first ever youth summit. It was a two-day educational experience for kids age high school through college. And that event that year made me think, you know what, I should be doing something that brings young women out on the river and teaches them what I've found through fly fishing, that healing nature, that moment of calm, if you will. And teaches them because as Mr. Wolf 
said what he said every time you make a new fly angler you're making a conservationist so bringing in that conservation aspect so that year i reached out to jen ripple with dunn magazine and heather hodson newfield with united women on the fly and said ladies let's do a youth event let's do a young ladies event so they unanimous yes jumped in with both feet (laughs) and the all girls fish was born that year Uh, unfortunately covid hit us in 2020 so we weren't able to bring it back Um, but in 2021 we did a bit of rebranding and said you know what this should really be about all kids Mm. so you know you were just talking about me out there casting with your young with your youngins yeah Um, the all kids fish uh, which was given my namesake when I got my uh, stage 4 diagnosis back in 2020 um, it is an opportunity for young people age 10 through 18 uh, to come out for a full day retreat So we have volunteers from across the nation that come to fly into Atlanta and drive up to Helen, Georgia uh, to share their passion for this sport with these young people. So the young kids are broken up into groups based on their age and they rotate through educational sessions in the morning. So they learn about entomology and matching the hatch, they learn casting, they learn conservation, they learn knots and gear. And then the second half of the day, the kids are paired with a mentor and they actually get to go out on the river in North Georgia and fish for trout. That's awesome. Such a cool program. I think that's great. And uh, thanks for what you're doing, first of, course, of all. Just of thank course. you and uh, for, for giving back to the community. You know, one of the things that Josh and I have learned through doing our podcast and just hanging out in this community for a couple of years, it is an incredible group of people that are uh, really passionate about the outdoors, but a lot of them are really passionate, too, about the next generation. Of and course, uh, And yes. so they're very much empowering the next generation. And so thank you for being a part of doing that. So. My pleasure. It's all about inspiring the next generation of fly anglers and conservationists. These kids are going to inherit this earth of ours, and we want them to understand that clean water and healthy ecosystems are it's the only way to go. For sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, being our neighbor here this weekend, yeah, you know, uh, right next door at our pleasure. booths. So uh, we've had a great time getting to know you, and uh, thank you for what you're doing, continuing rocking out. And if people want to find out more information, uh, how can they do that? Yeah, so for Reeling in Serenity, um, again, my passion project is reelinginserenity.org. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Reeling in Serenity. And then with Chattahoochee Riverkeeper and the Becca Sue Klein All Kids Fish, uh, you can follow me personally on Instagram at Becca Sue Klein. Uh, and also Chattahoochee Riverkeeper's website is www.chattahoochee.org. Fantastic, Becca. Well, thank you again for your time today. Excited. excited. Thanks for being on the show. And excited just to hang out with you this weekend. Awesome. Thanks for having me, fellas. Cheers. We want to give a big thank you to a sponsor of this episode, Turtle Box Audio. Joshua, Turtle Box Audio speakers, the most rugged, loudest outdoor speaker on the market. We just continue to not be able to say enough great things about these things. Yeah, if you've heard any of our episodes in the last two months, maybe even longer than that, you know how much we love our Turtle Box audio. Uh, the other day, we were playing pickleball, and Corbin was like, hey, where's the Turtle Box? So it's not just for fishing. It's for anything you do. you got to get a Turtle Box audio for your family adventures anywhere you're going, whether it's out on the water or just on a beach trip or in a mount- any, any kind of trip. You're hanging out outside. Nothing better than having a Turtle Box audio, blasting some tunes, or 
listen to an episode of Dazzle Fly Podcast. So uh, get your Turtle Box Audio today at TurtleBoxAudio.com. Yeah, check them out and uh, get whatever type of custom speaker you want there at TurtleBoxAudio.com. All right, well, we are uh, back for day two here at the Forks of the River Fly Fishing Festival. Um, Caleb not able to be with me, so flying solo today. And uh, I've got a guest here this morning that wanted to just talk a little bit about what he's doing um, in the fly fishing community. And uh, so I'm going to let him introduce himself from North Fly Apparel. Is that correct, sir? That's correct. So I'm, I'm Robbie Carter from uh, Statesville, North Carolina. Lived in North Carolina my whole life. And uh, been fishing, oh gosh, mid-20s to now. So We won't tell everybody how old you are. Yeah. We'll keep that off air. I'm not too old yet. <laughs> Got a couple more years for that. Yeah, you, I guess. you look young, man. You look, you look real good. I appreciate Supporting that. Supporting your own hat there too. I yeah, love, yeah, yeah, and a shirt. And a shirt. Look at you. Yeah. So, uh, how long ago did you uh, start North Fly Apparel? Is that am I saying that correctly? Yeah, North Fly Apparel. That's correct. Yeah, probably uh, 2022. Um, I I was most artistic in high school for my there you go high school uh, senior year, and loved art, but you know adult life takes over and. You don't spend as much creativity time on that. I understand. And uh, my daughter, I guess then she would have been 12. Okay. Um, she's big into art, a lot of anime drawing and stuff like that. So she's all the time begging me, sit down and draw, sit down and draw. And she asked my wife, Laura, to you know, sit down and draw with her. And I told her, look, I'll sit down and draw with you, but I'm not drawing any anime. <laughs> I said, I'll draw something I know. And I said, I'll, tie some, I'll draw something, you know, with fly fishing. So yeah. just... Sat down and, and drew a couple uh, atoms, parachute atoms, and, and just a standard atoms, and framed it, put it in my office, and, you know, she's like, Dad, you know, that'd be pretty cool on a t-shirt. I said, oh, you know, that would be kind of cool. And my whole thing with, with the fly fishing stuff is I just, a name of a company on a shirt, you For know, sure. does it does it really show why we do what we do, you know, and, and so I started trying to think about how could I create something that, that wasn't just a billboard name and, uh, you know, advertising as far as big name companies and, and something more toward what we feel like. And, you know, normally if you fly fish, you have it, even if you don't tie flies, you've tried it. So I can draw flies a lot better than I can tie them. <laughs> well, I'm so. pretty... I'm not very good at tying, but I have a really good feeling that I would be even worse at drawing. But um, <laughs> but you do some awesome stuff. You're here this weekend at this festival. Um, you've got your shirts. You've got some hats. Yep, it's um, got some outerwear in. Got some got some outerwear. That's right. You got some artwork, and you sell stickers yep. and some of your actual artwork. Correct. Some, correct. And yeah, there just are those sketches. Just sketches. Um, so what has it been like for you know about a year now? Being in kind of that community, just hanging out with folks and uh, having your, uh, you know, art displayed on, on different items. You know, it, it's, it's neat. Uh, it, it's a difficult nut to crack to get into a fly shop with apparel. It, it's a tight, tight deal. Um, but coming to events like this is our second event. Uh, we, we did the Maggie Valley event, and it's our second event that we've done. And, and looking at some more coming into 2024. But the, the discussions you can have with people through the art, through the experiences. And all, all my shirts or stickers or something have some kind of background from an experience with a buddy or fishing or something. And uh, uh, the the three-course meal shirt we were talking about earlier, yeah. tied up in a tree, everybody's had that back cast. 
you know, tied up in a tree or, you know, that one more cast into a hole that you think is just going to be the perfect drift or whatever and, and, and you snag some rhododendron or something, you know. So, so to, to see people laugh about that and then talk about it, I enjoy that, you know, um, at these events like this. And that, that's an awesome feeling just to have that connection with people. Yeah, for us, it's been, for Caleb and I, it's been about the community um, since we started the podcast, just getting to know different people. Um, it's a big community, but it's like a really small community yeah. in the same way. Like, there's a lot of people out there that fly fish, but it's also, like, when you mention I'm a, I fly fish, there's, like, an instant connection with folks. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's just super cool that you kind of seen kind of the same thing we have, just getting to know folks, whatever. So you, uh, you do all your own artwork. Yep. You put it on uh, shirts, hats, um, sketches like we talked about. Uh, your three-course meal shirt has been a, t- a top, yep. a big one for you, right? Everybody, everybody seems to like that one. Yeah, that and, and stuck on a rock. So <laughs> stuck uh, on a rock. I was a dry fly geek for forever. Okay. So went and did some trips with a guy, and and buddies giving me a hard time about doing droppers or, or or you know bugging or whatever, and you know the whole goal is to drag bottom or as close as you can. For you sure. Know? And the amount of times when when you're initially starting. How many rocks do you actually set a hook on? A lot. So, so that that experience, you know, was the the kind of design aspect and, and thought process of that shirt. And man, I set a lot of hooks <laughs> on some rocks, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's so cool that you're not just out there. I mean, your your draw and your artwork's great, but you, there's a story behind it, and I think yeah. that's what what kind of sets you guys apart. Um, so tell everybody. You know, uh, we're going to have you on for a long-form episode later on where me and Caleb both are going to get you for a full episode. But we wanted to make sure and let everyone know if you're, you know, holidays are coming up. Yep. It's a good time to buy some, you know, we always talk about supporting local businesses, small business, something you're not going to find at your big box stores, something different, you know, mm-hmm. a shirt that you're going to have that's going to be yours. So tell everybody how the best way to get in touch with you or to just order some of your apparel. So uh, I'm on uh, on Instagram, Northfly. Um and then I've got a website, NorthflyApparel.com. And, uh, yeah, that's the easiest way. Uh, you know, message me. Give me an email, text. You know, I enjoy talking with the folks. And then, you know, I ship straight from, from the house. And anything that's not in stock, people, if you know, being a small company. For sure. You, you don't want to overstock yourself too much. So if, if I don't have anything, it's normally just a week or so for me to get things turned around. So... Um, especially coming up for the holidays, it's. I, I know some some ladies here have come by, watched their husbands pick up things. There you go. Come back and get a card. Come back, come back and get a card, <laughs> and then they'll be buying soon. That's good. That, yeah, that's what you're hoping for. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, man, I think your stuff is great. Um, thank you for supporting the podcast. You mentioned yesterday how you've been listening to us for quite a while, and that's yep. awesome when we get to talk to people who kind of understand our story and we get to learn other people's stories. Um, love the new hat she got, um, the one you're wearing right now. Um, you know that's a sweet hat, like the I little rope it. around it. That looks really sweet. And I, I, that woolly, that uh, streamer on the front just just tops it off. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah. So, um, folks, check him out, uh, North Fly Apparel, and uh, thanks for hanging out with us at the Forks River Fly Fishing Festival this weekend, Robbie. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Yeah, man. All right, folks, we'll keep uh, rocking today, and um, who knows what Caleb's going to do with all this editing he's going to have to do tonight with all these episodes. So <laughs> that'll be a good time. Thanks, Robbie, again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast. We hope this episode has inspired you as a parent or an angler. If you've enjoyed this episode, please check us out at dadsonthefly.com. There you can subscribe to our email list and find out all the things we got going on here at Dads on the Fly.